Hi there, and welcome to Manningham Christian Centre's Sermon of the Week. I'm so glad you joined us. My name is Matt Wyatt, and I'm the lead pastor here. My prayer for you is that as you listen, you encounter God, and find this message practically helpful. It would mean a lot to us if you were able to rate and subscribe. This not only lets us know how we can serve you better, but also spreads the message to those who need to hear it. Hey, thanks so much again, and I look forward to catching up with you later. Bye. Fantastic. How are we all doing? Great. Great to see your, your faces. Let's get some house lights on so I can see you as well. Look at that. Oh, look at your smiling faces smiling back. Happy Christmas. It's going to be a uh, wonderful time. We've got a bit of a special treat later on uh, in the service after we go off, after we, we go offline. So uh, um, just uh, stick around for that and stay true to that. But um, it's nearly Christmas. Is it Christmas already? Or is it nearly Christmas? It's Christmas already. Like, like it, I, I think for some people this year, is, it's like it's been. Is it really Christmas? <laughs> is it is it here yet? Has it has it arrived yet? Is it arriving yet? I know it's Christmas because Kelly's got antlers on, and Kelly only grows antlers around Christmas time, which is fantastic. Yes, but she doesn't get a red nose, which is uh, sometimes, which is fine as well. But uh, can we give the worship team another hand? Come on. We are just so, uh, we are just so, we, we, it's a treat as part of a church to have uh, people week in, week out dedicated to uh, um, just uh, helping us and leading us in worship and, and growing us in worship. You know, there's hundreds and thousands of lifetime hours sewn into instruments, whether it's our voice or whether it's um, an instrument that gets, that, that gets played. Uh, to learn a craft and ultimately for the audience of one, but ultimately to lead you into worship, lead you into the presence of God as well. And I think it's just a wonderful thing that we are in a nation where we can come together unashamedly in a public worship service, because that's what this is called, a public worship service. And uh, in this worship service, give God glory. Give God glory. Amen. And uh, I think he's worthy of giving him glory. Amen? Amen? And so how we do that is we're demonstrative and how we do that is with uh, all effort you know, within ourselves, and because uh, he's worthy of it. Amen? Amen. Well, I've been talking a little bit uh, about surrender. We've been talking a little bit about the word yielding. And, uh, and you know, some of these, uh, some of these words are a major challenge to us. Uh, I know that it's a major challenge to me. And uh, as uh, we work through what surrender and what yielding is all about, it is a, a, an area and it is a place of where it causes um, a little death within us so that we might be made alive. And this is the story of how... Um, of, of how Jesus talks about the wheat and the grain of wheat has to die 
in order to fall down into the ground. But what ha happens as a result of that wheat falling down into the ground is that it's a hundredfold. It yields, yields a hundredfold. And uh, what we have to understand is that Jesus said, he who attempts to preserve his life will lose it. And yet he who gives up his life will surely be saved. And so here we are walking in this area of yielding and surrender. And sometimes it's uncomfortable. Hello? So today I'm going to be talking about Mary and how she yielded and surrender. As compared to last week, we talked about Zacharias. Now, the outcome was still great. So I've got good news in the end. You ready? I've got good news in the end. All right? Whether you yield or surrender well or poorly, it's good news in the end. But our goal is to do it well. Amen? Is that cool? All right. So, um, uh, and so uh, I'm going to... Um, Open to, let's open to Luke chapter 1. If you've got your Bibles with you, open to Luke chapter 1. How many know that the church is the bride of Christ, is what we're known as? And so he is a bridegroom who's coming back for his bride. And it's like coming back for his bride, but it is also the same as we are his bride now. We are his bride now. And I think sometimes we, in our daily walk, we may forget that and we may, uh, you know, lose our sense of bridiness. You know, there's a show called Say Yes to the Dress. Oh, Peter, you've got to have watched it. Like, it's, it's, it's the most amazing series ever to grace our television screens that say yes to the dress, right? And, uh, you know, they start off the episodes with, well, this is Marjorie and Marjorie has her 14 billion friends come along, family and friends, and they all sit down because they all want to be on the show, say yes to the dress, right? So who wouldn't want to be on the show, right? And, uh, you know, they come out and, oh, hello, and who's the bride today? And, and uh, the bride will sit there and, you know, and, and say, yes, that's me. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and they, and, oh, and what, you know, what kind of wedding are you having? How did he propose? And, oh, well, it was on the beach and, uh, you know, a helicopter flew over and then doves came out and, you know, and then there was like little sparkles that came down and I just had to say yes. Like all of this nonsense, right? Oh, it's not nonsense. It's all beautiful. So if you're proposing, don't steal my idea. All right, I've already proposed. Why would I have any more ideas? Anyway, and um, and so uh, you know, and then they 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 you know they have a moment to walk through the parlor, is what it's called, I think. Is that right? The parlor to walk through, and there's hundreds of dresses, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dresses, and there's this cut, that cut, turtle cut. I don't know the phrases, you know. Right, a princess, fit and flare, poofy ones, you know, where they're like, poof, like this. And then and they walk out. And, but the bride, there's something about a bride that, that she, she knows when it's the right dress. 
She might try on 10 different dresses and everyone, each time they walk out, you just you, you, you see one mother, if there's two mothers there, like ma, ma, her actual mum or and the mother-in-law, she'll walk out and one mum will go, <sighs> and the other mum will go, no, no, you know, because it's an American show. And so, and, and then so she'll walk out in a different dress and everyone will be, no, and the bride will be, oh, I love it. It's just so beautiful. It's just so amazing. And yet that bride, almost all of them tell the story that ever since they were 12 years old, they've had something in mind. Ever since they were a, a little girl playing dress-ups with their dolls, they had something in mind. They had... I had the thought and the idea of one day I'm going to wear my dress that suits me, that I look great in, and I am going to be a bride. You also are a bride. The Bible describes us as living stones fitted together, fitted together perfectly. Clothed and dressed. You know, when we worship and when we lift up our hands in praise to him, it's like we are presenting ourselves as, here are the, I say yes to the dress. I say yes to you, Jesus. I say yes because, Jesus, without you, I am not fitted properly. Without you, I'm not fitted into where I need to be. But it's got to start with surrender. It's got to start with yielding. And it's got to start with that every single day. You know, my, my almost daily prayer is, Lord, help me. No, I'm joking. It's like it is, but it's, it's like, Lord, even before my feet hit the ground, Lord, I commit my life into your hands today. Let today be a life of surrender before you. You know what God does? He just makes things happen in an amazing way. He does. And I get to partner with him in that. And you get to do the same. You get to partner with him in that. All right? Amen? So I think what tends to happen sometimes is is so many times, have you, have you ever had unanswered prayers? Yeah, I've had unanswered prayers too. But do you think sometimes we, when we have an un, unanswered prayer or it's not yet answered or God answered and he said no? <laughs> oh, sorry, we won't talk about that? Like God answered, it's like a yes, no or maybe, Right? And, and the maybe isn't, is just like a sign of caution. It's like the red, it, it's like the traffic lights. It's like the amber is not a suggestion to stop. It's a suggestion to accelerate harder. Is that? No. Of course, it's a, it's a caution. You are about to be required to stop, so I suggest you start to stop, right? Green light, what's the, what's the green light? Go, 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 right? To the speed limit, Kelly. All right? But that's the difference here. Is unanswered prayer often 
What happens with unanswered prayer is we base our relationship, we think about God's character based on an unanswered prayer. So when we ask the Lord something, when we petition to the Lord about something and we say, God, you know, you know God, I really need you in this situation and, and God, I, I really need you to, you know, to answer this and you know, I, I actually need you to answer it in the way I think things should go and you know, I, I, I think, why aren't you doing that? And then, oh, oh you mustn't care. Or, oh, you mustn't love me. Or, oh, you, it's not important to you. Let me tell you how important you are to God. Let me tell you that every prayer he hears and every prayer he answers, but like a really good father, it's a yes, no, or maybe. And often the no preserves life. I remember praying a prayer, Lord, give me her. Praise God, he didn't. That's, you sound like you prayed the same prayer there, Anne. <laughs> like, I, I, I got a better one. Right? But there's this moment, and nothing wrong with that other person, you know, you don't, you know, but it was the best, better fit. It was the better dress. It was the better, it was the better fit. It was something that God had been dreaming, dreaming about my life that was better than what I thought at the time. Hello? All right. So Luke chapter 1, verse 26. This is after the story of Zacharias and his okay attempt at agreeing with God's will with his life, for his life. Now, verse 26, for now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. I have to understand that Nazareth wasn't that flash. Wasn't that flash at all. You know, wasn't sent to South Yarra or Baldwin, or if you're from those areas, that's fine. But it wasn't, it wasn't the best location. It wasn't, it wasn't the flashiest. It wasn't, you know, the, the most expensive street in Paris. It was good old back of the block, broad meadows back in the day, or Nazareth, right? To a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. Now we have to understand why that is significant. Is because the Messiah was prophesied as being under the in, in and through the lineage of David. Hello? The virgin's name was Mary, and having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice. Highly favoured one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Now understand, I, my goal in no way, shape or form is to glorify Mary in this. You hear me? Okay? Our focus is Jesus, not Mary. So don't get me wrong when I say, Mary, great job. Okay? 
Verse 29, but when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. That says to me that her response was a humble response. What sort of greeting is this? Who is this that comes? Is it really an angel? The stark contrast between Zacharias, because Zacharias was actually in the temple, within God's presence, within the presence of God where he would have heard or seen or witnessed priests that had gone before that hadn't properly gone through the purification process and they would have died in the presence of God. Such was the level of his holiness. Now, I say that not to cause fear, but what I say is God is holy. We are to revere him. And yet, at the same time, after Jesus' death and resurrection, we read the scripture that boldly we enter into the presence of God. Let me tell you, the priests beforehand, look, there is a bit of, there's a bit of courage but boldness, wow. You know, they just didn't barge in to the presence of God. I reckon they would have walked reverently and with great awe. Amen? And so here, Gabriel, we understand it to be Gabriel. It just says the angel of the... Um, and having come in, the angel said... Rejoice, highly favoured one, but the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favour with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. And he will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. So, it was, so Jesus, it was prophesied that Jesus would be of the lineage of King David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to this angel, I love Mary's logical response. You know, if I was Mary, I probably would have freaked out. I would have been like Zacharias. Hello? Would you be Mary or would you be Zacharias? I'd be like Zacharias. I'd be, oh, man, <laughs> I think I'm about to die, <laughs> right? But no, Mary's just logical response. First, she wanted to know what sort of greeting this was from an angel, have you been greeted by an angel lately? I wake up with one every single time. Oh, sorry, I was like, I, it was there. I just had to, right? Where am I? I got distracted. Verse 34, this logical response from Mary. Then Mary said to her, how can this be since I do not know a man? In other words, she, there has been no intercourse. She has not known a man physically and intimately. She knows that she's betrothed to be married to Joseph. 
She's kept herself in that, in that state of that Nazarene state of purity. And she's there. She goes, well, how can it be that I can be favored? But, you know, I'm walking humbly before my God. I'm doing the things that I need to do. And here is this angel has turned up. And the angel said, answered and said to her, I love the logic and then I love the angel's response. The angel actually goes into the mechanics of what's going to happen. And he said, the angel said, verse 35 to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. (gasps) Oh, let's look at that word, overshadow. You see, the conception of Jesus in Mary's womb took place through the power of the Holy Spirit. Overshadowed, this word overshadowed is the same word used for the cloud from which the voice spoke at the transfiguration. So when Jesus had been crucified, he he was raised again and they went up onto the mount and there the mount of transfiguration where Jesus went up, up, up and into the cloud. The uh, the, um, disciples heard the voice of Father God. And this is the same word. The Holy Spirit will overshadow you. The same word as what is used at the transfiguration. And it is the manifested glory of God. Who's hungry for the manifested glory of God? Are you hungry for it? Are you ready for it? Are you a bride that's, that's getting herself ready for the coming king? Are you a bride that wakes up in the morning and says, Lord, whatever you want to do with me today, use me. If you can use me, use me. I don't want to be like the rocks that that Jesus spoke about that it said, if the people didn't sing my praises, even the rocks will cry out. You know who he was talking to? He was talking to the Pharisees and the religious leaders that were all a bit pompous and they thought they knew better. You know what he was really saying? You people, you Pharisees are like those rocks. You're as bad as dead as them. In fact, those rocks have more life in them than you do. Why? Because of your unbelief and your unwillingness to yield. Friends, I don't want to be like those Pharisees. I don't want to be like those rocks either. I want to be like those people that on Palm Sunday threw down their jackets, their cloaks and whatever they couldn't else find, they grabbed palm trees and threw it down and welcomed Jesus in. This is why the Bible says, who is this King of glory? This Lord God Almighty, mighty in battle, strong is he. Hello? This is Jesus, not just a babe at Christmas time. He is the coming king and we ought to say yes. Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son 
of God. I could be wrong, but I think this is the first time that it was declared by an angelic being on earth. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative. Notice how all credit was given to Elizabeth, not Zacharias. (laughs) Has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. With God, nothing will be impossible. God, with God, nothing will be impossible. 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 Then Mary said, this is where she said yes to the dress. It was the right fit. She yielded. It was the appropriate response. Because I believe with that statement of faith that the angel proclaimed, with God, Nothing will be impossible. I just get a sense that you've got to break some impossibilities off your life. And I know it. I understand it. I understand that it's gravity. Nothing that I can do about that. I can put a few jets underneath it. I can try and get, but some, at some point, the fuel's going to run out and it's going to go down. But with God, he can make this float. If he wanted this Bible to turn into an apple, he'd no longer call it a Bible. He'd just say, that's an apple. I said, no, it's not. And then suddenly it'd be an apple. Because that's the creative power of God. With God, nothing is impossible. Guess what? Victorian government, any government, has nothing to do with the impossibilities. Jesus has everything to do with the impossibilities. He makes things possible. And I think we ought to get excited about it. I think church too often is a consumer thing of where we sit and consume and we judge and we go, great word, and that's good, and yes, that's right, I agree with that, that's good. And then if we walk out and not live the life that the angel said, with God, nothing's impossible. We ought to be the most excited, faith-filled, incredible people on the face of the earth. Why? Because with God, nothing is impossible. And that is what the angel declared. Nothing is impossible. I witnessed to a man last night who'd been diagnosed with some serious stomach issues and they were all pre-cancer. And I thought, well, here's my opportunity. And I said, listen, mate, there's a whole lot of things that you can do. And I'd love to sit down with you over a coffee and do it and walk through it. But I'll tell you one thing, one thing above everything else that, that, I, that we did all that we could, and I'm, I'm saying we because it was more than just me, right? We did all that we could, right? 
I said, there's one thing that you've got to do. You've got to pray. What? I said, you've got to pray. Let's talk about that. I said, if you're bold enough and with enough courage, let's have a conversation about that. Because I said, mate, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't, all the other things are good, but you must have a relationship with the Lord. Oh, okay. I'll chase him up on it. See, I was living out the reality that nothing is impossible in God. Here comes Mary's response, and I'm out of time. You ready? Then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord. In other words, she declared herself, I am all yours. I am all in. Let it be to me according to your word. And it was only then that the angel departed. Let it be according to your word. How many times do we go through the, yeah, but, but God, if you do that, then, then people will assume bad things about me that I've, you know, I've been with a man outside of wedlock. And, but what will Joseph think of me? I'll be, I'll be an outcast. But, you know, look, can we just get married first? But, but God, that's just too complicated for my life. Uh, but I just... Yeah. Let me... Let me say this. Jesus said, in your life, there will be many difficult things for you to navigate. My language, right? Many difficult things. Some of those difficult things are because God is moving. Hello? Some of those difficult things is because God is wanting to shift you from where you are into a place of where you're going to be more effective. Feel more of his presence. Engage him more. And if my role and my job is to just help us all move into that little bit more, that little bit more into that place where we can be fully yielded Set apart, and we can have that response. We can say, Yes. I'm saying yes to the dressing. I'm saying yes to the dress, Jesus. Let it be so according to your word. Let me carry the Son of God. Let me be ostracized. Let me be, be, be you know, pushed away from my family. Let me be unable to find lodging with my family in Bethlehem when I go there and I give birth in a dirty little cave. Let me go through the process of the Son of God being my son and yet having to release him to be crucified, to be brutally murdered of where he gave up his life for you and me. 
In the coming weeks, I'm going to be talking about some of the barriers that stop us from being fully yielded. But I want to encourage you. I'm only talking about the barriers that stop so that we can be released, so that we can walk in greater freedom, so that we can engage with the power of God, that when we say nothing is impossible, then our response is a resounding echo of yes. Friends, I feel that the Lord is wanting to let go. Help us let go of where we have incorrectly decided that God's character is anything less than a good father. Where we've decided that God's character is anything less than someone who loves us. Where God's, where we have decided that God is anything less than a God who longs to engage with his bride, who longs to empower her, who longs to be one with her. Can we stand up on our feet? I just encourage you, can you say yes to Jesus? Jesus, I say yes to you. Jesus, I say yes to you. Jesus, even now, nothing is impossible for you. Nothing is impossible with you. Nothing is impossible through you. And because you live in me, nothing is impossible for me, Lord. Help me step into the reality of the greater truth of your word in my life, Lord. Lord, help me apply it for your glory. In Jesus' name. Are we all said? Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Anna. I trust that during the service, God was moving in your heart and his presence was where you are. Just before we say goodbye today, I'd love to give you an opportunity to say yes to Jesus. If today's message spoke to you, or you've been considering believing in Jesus as your saviour, then I would love to invite you to do that now. Would you repeat this short prayer after me? Dear Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died for my sins and that you rose again to give me life. I ask you to forgive my sins and be my Lord and my Saviour. I open my heart to you today. Amen. If you said yes to Jesus today, we would love to hear from you. We would love to celebrate with you, pray with you, and help you start your Jesus journey. Visit our website, manninghamcc.org, and go to the I Said Yes page. Fill out your details, and one of our leaders will get in touch with you. We would love to hear your story. Hey, thanks for joining in today and being part of our service. If you enjoyed today's service, would you click the share button and subscribe to MCC so you can stay connected? We all need some good news and we would love to hear how God has spoken to you today. Visit manninghamcc.org and fill out a good news story form today. 
If you would love to know more how to grow in your relationship with God, then Next Steps provides the path for you. Visit battinghamcc.org to find out more. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.